folks. Welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in. And today, I got a fun one for y'all. I got an extra special guest. This chick is super dope, yo. I mean, prior to recording this podcast, I listened to a few more of her most recent episodes of her podcast. She's also a podcaster, which is actually doing very well. It's how, ran- how, how, how many uh, countries is it ranked in now, Joe? Oh, now it's in 10. Ooh, okay. Yes. Numbers. Okay. I see you. Going up. I, I see you. You inspire me, girl. I see you. Uh, but we, um, we're yeah. connected. We're connected. Absolutely. So today I have with me the creator, owner, and um, podcast host of Where Are Joe and the Curls. Her yes. name is Jussie Ellie Reyes, out of yes. New York. How you doing, Joe? So excited to be here. I truly loved connecting with you for my podcast. So I just know that this is going to be another fire one. Absolutely. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. Thank you for being here because I know we've been trying to make this work for a while. I but know. the universe has finally put it all together yeah. and I'm grateful. Yes. <laughs> so how you, so how you doing on a uh, how you doing on a um, mental health check? One to ten. Give us a little update on how you doing. I just want to say an eight because I feel like we can always do better. There's always room for improvement. There's always something that can be done, but I feel great. I am at my peak right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, you know, I'm sure throughout this discussion, we'll kind of get into how you're maintaining that kind of high vibration. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You'll probably share some of the things that you do for yourself to kind of keep yourself at that higher frequency, right? Yeah. So that's dope. I know you recently had some family in town, right? Yes. Yes. And they just left. So now I've been getting my space back and getting my, my peace. Hey. <laughs> it's different when you're surrounded by so much people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What part of New York are you in right now? Manhattan, uptown Manhattan, Washington Heights, Teichman. So if you hear music, a loud neighbor, this is what we do. Dominicans are always loud. <laughs> oh man. I love it. I love it. I know even on your, uh, on your podcast, the way you open it up, it's just so energetic. It's like, hey, yes. guys, how you doing? I love it. I'm like, man, she <laughs> she waking me up in the morning for ready, real. For ready, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's so my favorite. That energy to your space. Oh, yeah, we need that. We need that. All of that, please. <laughs> so I was uh, I was thinking about New York actually recently because I don't know if I mentioned to you, but, you know, I'm, I'm setting out on a journey to kind of make traveling my lifestyle similar to yeah. like what you've been doing. Right. Yeah. Um, and New York, I've been there like two times. Manhattan's actually one of my favorite places in that area. It's so okay. amazing. I was going to say, do you not travel? Because if you say New York is on your top five. Nah, you know. it ain't on top five. Okay, I, okay, good, good. I'll, t- I'll tell you that much. Like, I like it over there, but I'm from San Francisco, so I'm kind of used to that whole on the grid type of lifestyle where you're just like in that concrete jungle. So, yes. which is one of the biggest reasons why I got my ass out here to Hawaii. Yes. And Honestly, it's been one of the best decisions I've made in my life. I know you've been doing a lot of traveling. You went uh, to Thailand fairly recently, right? Yes. Thailand was my last trip. Oof. And if you haven't done so, you need to make Thailand a priority. Um, you literally get everything in one, um, whether that's you want to party, you want to um, be spiritual, you want to connect to your higher self, you want to connect to others, you want to try great food. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about this. <laughs> but Thailand literally has it all. And I went by myself. And it was by far one of the best things that I could have ever done because 
that's when I truly connected to myself. And I knew if I can take on Thailand, I can take on anything. So. Wow. That's incredible. What, what inspired you to, to first go to Thailand and then, you know, secondly, go on your own. Cause that takes a lot of like courage to do that, especially yes. in a foreign country. Yes. So it was much, so much more of a calling. Like I just felt like it's Thailand and you need to do it alone. Mm. And I kept hearing that. And I'm like, you know, questioning the universe. Like, are you sure you're going to send me 25 hours away from home to a country where I don't speak the language? And the universe was like, yes. And I think all my life up until that moment, I was getting prepared for it. So all the excuses that I gave myself before us, why I couldn't suddenly vanished when I thought of Thailand. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like this is it. This is the chance. Let's do it. So I went with it. And I'm so glad that I got to experience that. How long were you out there for? For two weeks. That's amazing. Yes. And I not once felt alone. I always was either in company, meeting people, or just like my own presence. I felt like, I'm like, this is a party, a party of two, literally. And it's just one. But yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, you're never alone because you're with yourself, right? Like you're learning a lot about yourself, right? And it's the best company you can have. And Mm. I always tell people like, who are afraid to just even do something as like sitting at a bar or restaurant. It's like, Find out why you're running away from sitting by yourself. Because I used to be like that. But it was more so that I learned to discover that I was running away from my thoughts. So I occupied my time and space with people and doing things just to avoid just having minor conversations with myself. And when I began doing the work, that's when I realized, no, like, I love my own company. So I'm like, yeah, let's let's just go. I can relate to that on so many levels because I... For the longest time, I identified as like an overthinker. So I would like actually just think of the worst case scenarios. And I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. I didn't know how to sort out my thoughts. I used to think that my thoughts were who I was. Right. And I was like, and then you come to find out like that work that you referenced, right? That inner work that you're talking about. Right. Once you kind of start to do that, you realize you're like, dude, you're not your thoughts. Thoughts come and go. They pass all the time. So it's like you don't have you don't have to believe what your mind's telling you. You're actually in control of that. And you shouldn't believe it because the more that you believe something, the more that that it becomes real. Mm. And I feel like we all go through this where we're scared to just face our own selves because, you know, we are the harshest critic. We are the biggest enemy Mm -hmm. because of the thoughts that we think. And I have this powerful quote that I read from Untethered Soul, the book. And it says, like, if you had a friend that spoke to you the way that you speak to yourself, would you really be friends with this person? And we wouldn't because we tell ourselves the nastiest, most rudest comments ever. And it's insane. It's like you wouldn't you wouldn't handle yourself as a friend. So why do you do that to yourself? For real? Golly, yo, that just hit me like a ton of bricks right now, because that very much coincides with something that I've been kind of. Yeah, I've been studying a lot of Joe Dispenza lately, which I'm I'm sure you know Joe Dispenza. Yes, and you're the second person that tells me about him this week, so I have to pick it up. It's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And he he always talks about, you know, what you want in a perfect or or whatever, like a perfect partner, like mm-hmm. everything you want, list that and be that. And it's just like, yes. dude, do you even do you even like yourself? Would you date yourself? Yeah, you know that's true. And if the answer is no, like you got some work to do for real. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you can attract like the best partner for you. And if that's what you're looking for, of course. Right. Of course. But can I tell you something like what I've noticed, too, is that if I were to ask you, do you love yourself? The answer is going to be, of course, we all say, yes, we love ourselves. But Mm -hmm. do we really? 
Are we willing to put in that work as much as we do to a nine to five job, as much as we give into like our family, our friends, we really don't give much back to ourselves. Mm. And it's like, yes, with the list, people often require so much more of others, but they don't require that much more of themselves. Mm. When you start doing that inner work that you talk about, you're like, wait, I never really loved myself. At least the inner parts. I love the the out the outskirts of it, but do you really love yourself enough to like put in that work? And not a lot of people do. So, I think you're absolutely right because I I came to that realization not that long ago, Joe. Where, I you know you're right when if you were to ask anybody, they're probably going to be like you know ten times out of ten, do you love yourself? Yeah, of course I love myself. Of course they probably haven't even thought of that no. question to be real. And you put yourself through shit. Yeah. You make yourself cry. You make yourself feel useless. You abuse yourself. Yes. You abuse on things to make yourself feel good just for the moment. You go down the wrong path. You allow certain things, certain energies into your life. You don't really love yourself. True self-love, what I've started to realize is is treating yourself like someone that you actually do love. Right? Like you would never want your grandmother to drink as much as you did or do as many drugs as you do or eat all that bad food. Right. Um, but you know, it's like, you don't really get to that realization until you kind of do some deep inner reflection work, like introspection. Right. And so that's, that's actually a great segue. And that's the point that we're talking about that not a lot of people want to get deep in. They want to just be on the surface level. They'll do anything. And, and look, no judgments passed on my part because for the longest time I was doing anything to distract myself from myself to do that work. And when I finally did, it was probably like the hardest thing to do to turn within myself and face my demons and clean, you know, the skeletons out of my closet. Right. And it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a lifelong journey. It's a process. But once you start to make headway and you start to gain momentum, you start to feel the benefits of it. Yeah. You could tell, right? Like, I know, I know you're on that path yourself. Yes. So I know you can agree I'm with going. that. And just when you think you found it, you made sense of things, life just goes and smacks you again. And you're like, okay, there's still much work to do, which is why I gave myself an A, because I feel like there's always something to be done, something new to learn, something to unlearn. Mm. So it's just a life. It just goes on. Yeah. And and you know what? Like, even that itself could sound like so daunting. It's like, oh, why would I want to begin doing that? Like, I'm I'm comfortable in this in this uh, prison that I've kind of put myself in. Right. That's. But at the same time, it's like, if you don't do that, eventually life is going to force you to kind of face yourself yeah. at some point and you won't hope. be ready for that. Right. So yeah. like I've, I think I've, I've mentioned this in my podcast, too, that it's like there's a lot of people walking around angry, 40, 50, 60 year olds that never got in touch with their inner selves because of ego or whatever the case is, you know, or you just walk around not knowing And when you walk around not knowing, you walk around hurt and hurting other people. So you're only as free as your subconscious mind allows you to be. But because you have to bring up that awareness, something has to snap in you. Like you said, no judgment, because we're all at different paces. You know, Um, we all learn at different times. But it's the importance of showing people and telling people, like, if I can do it, I can get myself out of this mental stress and, you know, this negativity, then so can you. But you have to be putting in putting in the work because like I can tell you like, yeah, you're just fighting yourself. Like it's just you and your thoughts like you can get out of it. But if you really want to get out of it, you have to just break free from that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Agreed 100 percent. So that's actually honestly a great segue into kind of how I want to ask you 
where that turning point was for you. And like, if you could provide a little bit of a, a background, like before leading up to that, that turning point where you just decided, I want to seek personal development and, and, and be my best self and learn to truly love myself. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? If I get emotional and start crying, it's because of you. Cause that question was deep <laughs> and it touched me. Um, so I wasn't looking I know this is going to sound weird. I wasn't looking for what I got. So I always read books. I always, I was traveling. I was saying that I wanted to do things, but it wasn't up until this one moment where I was headed to Jamaica, where, where I had this luggage literally Mm -hmm. on the floor. And I literally had to sit at this airport and just literally take out everything, half of my luggage, because my luggage was overweight. And after I did that, I was like, now imagine what you have to take out of you. And I couldn't fully understand the message because I'm like, wait, like, what is that inner voice in you? But it's your higher self talking to you. And I was like, what? And then throughout that trip, I, I kept thinking of that, like, drop off your luggage and like you're carrying so much. So it was like that, that just that journey of me just being at the airport, seeing my luggage being so heavy and me hearing that voice telling me, this is you. This is all that you're carrying right here. And after Jamaica, I just started, just something changed, something snapped in me where I was like, I no longer want to be anxious. I no longer want to have panic attacks. I no longer want to feel what I was feeling before. I no longer want to be who I was before this trip. And that's when like, it just all started happening where I started working out. I started reading books and not just working on and reading because I had to apply. And then everything just connected for me because of that or through that. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm sitting here listening to you tell your story about having to unpack your bags. And you know what song is going through my head is uh, bag lady. You go (laughs) back. Erica Badu. And it's like, I was see, I was like always carrying everything. And you know, sometimes it's hard. I'm not going to tell you that I'm perfect, that I don't, that I still don't do it, but I catch myself. Mm-hmm. I was literally carrying all these inner wounds, whatever it is that I was feeling or whatever, or whatever I felt as a little girl up until my adulthood. And it was ruining relationships. It was ruining my moments. It was ruining my friendship. Like it was ruining everything. But I walked around thinking, no, this is okay. This is how we live life because you surround yourself with people like that who sort of match your energy. And that's all, you know, so that's all you see. And that's all you know, that you believe that you, what you're doing is okay. Up until that moment that I was like, hell no, this is not who I want to be. Mm-hmm. I can tap into somebody better than myself. So that that's part, how- that part. Oh my yes. goodness. And that's amazing. And you know what? Like you and I, I think share a lot of similarities other than just seeking personal development and becoming our best selves and, you know, seeking the truth and everything like that. I think you and I, our cultural backgrounds have a lot of the, share a lot of the same similarities in terms of very traditional, right? I'm Filipino and your background is uh, Dominican. Dominican. And I know like I listened through to a, a few of your podcasts where you kind of reference how people would try to put you in this box of like how you're supposed to be, especially as a woman, right? I think there was an episode I remember listening to where people would like um, make you put you down because of your hair, like your curls, right? Which I yes. think are absolutely amazing, by the way. Yes. And till I love how day. you branded till that. Till this day. Till this or like, day. Or people would, now that I'm working out, they're like, oh, you're getting too skinny. 
Or like, let's say even something as simple as a juice cleanse. So just so that I can tell you the mind of, and the influence of other people. The other day I was doing a juice cleanse. Literally for one day, I just wanted to give my body a rest. And my godmom was like, oh, you shouldn't do a juice cleanse because juice cleansing is bad for you. And I was like, but you've literally watched me chug 10 beers in less than an hour, mm. take shots, eat all this fried food. Didn't say and nothing not once did you tell me to nope. stop. But now that you see me doing this, something positive for myself, now you want to tell me to stop. And it's like people put limits on you. And once they see you like surpassing that, that's when they'll get on you. And like, or like when they want something that they can't have of yours, whether that's your hair, your looks, your energy, because energy doesn't lie. They'll try to put you down. And that's so sad. It's so ass backwards, ain't it? It's just like it don't even make no sense. People will spend 15 to 20 bucks on a shot that's like literally poisoning your liver and you won't spend eight to 10 bucks on a, on a juice that's yes. going to strengthen your immune system. That's going to boost your, your whole lifestyle and, and help your whole energy and just keep you healthy. Yeah. It's, it's so weird, yes. but it's the so programming, it's right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about unlearning and like, but you have to be consciously aware of what you're doing and you want to like, you have to get to the point where you're just like tired of yourself, which is the point that I got to that. I'm like, why does it seem so hard? Because culturally I was told no, like culturally, like I tell people now, like I'm taking a break from drinking. I'm not drinking for seven months. And they're like, what? They look at me weird. They call me boring, but it's like, because you're programmed to think that drinking is okay for every occasion that you need that. Or like when I tell somebody I'm working out, let's say five times a week, they're like, Oh, but that's unhealthy. And it's like, you just have to learn and want to achieve greater for yourself because if not, people will try to stop you. I'm going to just so you applaud you real quick. Yeah. I just got to applaud you real quick. Honestly, because no, it takes a lot to stand strong when, you know, everything that you've kind of seen around you for so long is coming at you full force, trying to tell you you're going the wrong direction. You're literally going away from the herd because you know where the light is. Yeah. You know, all the other people that are kind of doing that, that want to kind of keep you at that level are doing that because they're scared to lose you. They think yeah. that like, you know, it's like the saying is a uh, misery loves company. Yes. Right? And, yeah. and I think it's so true because people want that because and they want to associate you as that identity because that's what they know you as and they're comfortable there. But that doesn't mean that you got to stay there. So I'm so happy you made the decision for yourself because mm -hmm. you love yourself to seek more. Yeah, of course. And we should all want that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, I think that's a, a great way to also ask about your podcast because it's so it's so energetic. It's so filled with love. It's so filled with amazing information and value. I'm, I'm curious, like, did that start around that same time you went to Jamaica? Is that like or a little a little later? No, that literally happens right after I came back from Jamaica. Again, something in me said start a podcast because I had started the, the page where I joined the curls. And what I was doing is I was writing pieces of my journal entries on my post. And a few people were kept telling me like, oh, wait, but I want to read more. So I was like, how can I connect more? Because there's so much more that I want to show you. And then something in me said, do a podcast. And that's when it happened. <laughs> that's dope. And I'm so glad you did it because you're literally a natural, especially in these last like few. Joe, I got to tell you, you've been on fire for real. Like you just it just runs so smoothly. You're so you're walking in your truth. You're just spreading well, so much you. light. It's amazing. And then I get to connect with people like you. So, yes, I am so lucky. To be I appreciate honest. it. Yeah, same here. Like the people I've been able to meet on this journey have been incredible. You being one of them. And I just it's like you're attracting your tribe, right? Where yes, you're around people that 
want better for themselves, know they can achieve better for themselves and know what they needed to do. And it's going to take work. It's not only work. It's like the sacrifices, right? Like you sacrificing drinking, me sacrificing drinking. You and I both talked off air before we started recording. You just mentioned that you're quitting drinking for seven months. I'm actually doing uh, the work and and my best to eliminate it completely from my life. So I'm really, really happy for you. So like what, like, tell me about that. What led to that decision? So I told myself seven months, but I feel like eventually as the seven months start approaching, I'll probably could go longer. I just told myself we have to, we, we have to start now. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't, how do how, I don't know how, what, what led me to get there? It's a good question. I guess it's just like seeing all the work that I put in for myself. And then I had to ask myself, is this beneficial? If I ask myself of people around me, of spaces, why don't I ask myself of this toxic thing that I'm doing? There was no benefits to me drinking anymore because I feel like I went through stages where one, it was okay. I was drinking to drown out my emotions. Then I was drinking socially. Then I was drinking because other people wanted me to drink. And then I'm like, wait, I get home. I have a hangover or I have to throw up wherever I'm at with two drinks because I'm a lightweight. So I'm like, okay, so there's no benefits. I don't need it to, you know, to come here and like be my natural self. So what do I really need alcohol for? And I was like, if I really want to connect with myself and with others, I need to be free from alcohol. So I was like, you know what? Let's just give it up for seven months. I just threw in a random number. I said seven months, but so far it's been working. So I don't know. I I might continue. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I'm so glad you did that for yourself because I've also, just like you, just kind of come to the realization that all the work that you're doing, it seems to kind of uh, not necessarily hit a halt, but it it gets slowed down when you're kind of putting all these different toxins in your body. You're not helping yourself. You're actually hurting yourself when you're doing that stuff. Like I was doing the same thing. Yeah. I was doing a lot of inner work and doing a lot of the things. That's what made you give up alcohol too. Oh, great question. Um, Well, I shared with you on your podcast that, you know, I've had a lot of health issues, throughout my whole life. Right. Um, you know, and I just, even with the stuff going on with my uncle right now, which I shared with you off air, my uncle's going through some challenging health issues and he just neglected his body. So kind of seeing all of that kind of paying attention to all the signs, just really, it, it appealed to me. It just opened my eyes up so much more. And I realized just like you doing all that work where you're just like, it feels great. You're making progress. You're advancing, you're elevating, you're ascending. But at the same time, something's like still weighing you down. And for me, yeah. it was it was like wanting to kind of fit in socially and drink and all that stuff, like because you kind of felt like you needed to. But eventually I started realizing, nah, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a boundary over here. I'm going to just make sure that yes. I don't need to. I don't need to drink. I can still kick it. We can still like post up and chill. Did people like, call you boring? Uh, I've had folks like, you know, peer pressure me. They'd be like, yeah, come on, bro. What's up with you? Like, you one, right? No, one turns to five and then you. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. And it, like you kind of just alluded to. It's like, I don't see no point in it anymore. I, I think I when I was drinking, Joe, I, I was actually reflecting on this uh, the other day when I was writing in my journal. I was just thinking to myself, I think one of the biggest reasons why I was drinking in the first place, because I didn't feel whole. Yeah. I felt I felt like there was some sort of pain in me where that I just had to numb it. And I yeah. was seeking validation from other people. And the only way for me to do that was to, to let my inhibitions down by drinking, you know, of taking in these spirits and whatnot. And 
honestly, just like you were saying, I'll be hung over the next day, spend a bunch of money, you know, you killing yourself. Yeah. It's like, like, for what? You're spending money to kill your body. Ugh. Yeah. And like at the moment, yes, it might seem fun, but on the long run, like, is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I feel you heavy on that. I'm just like, you know what? Let's give it up. We need, we have to focus. It's focus time. And I'm glad for and, you. And I think it's, it goes back to what we're talking about. When you are reaching a different level of your life and self and your growth, things start to fall out of place. So what was once comfortable for us, which was alcohol, let's say, you no longer find that. That no longer makes you feel good. Or with certain people who are vibrating at a lower, you know, energy and space than you. You're like, yeah, that doesn't match with who I am or what I want to do. So you start letting things go, but it's so that connections like this could fall into place. Like, look at you. You're so dope. You match, you know, everything that I, that I'm all about my podcast, you know? So that's great. It's like, once you start connecting to yourself and letting go of these things that are holding you back, I'm telling you the right people, everything just comes in perfectly. Absolute facts. No cap. That's real talk. But it's, it's so true because I mean, look, and it's no love lost with anybody that, you know, we kind of um no longer do those same things you know what i'm saying i got i got love for all my folks but i got i got i got love for myself more more and you that's what, what it is yeah you and see? It, when you love yourself more you can love other people but you know that they just were meant for you for a certain season in your life and that's it like you know and maybe later down the line you'll connect with them we'll connect with alcohol i don't really want to or with whatever it is that you're giving up but for the moment you know you you know it deep in your heart that you have to give it up and I really do believe that we have to give up certain things in order for the universe to reward us with things. Yes. So alcohol had to go. I was like, yeah, you know what? We can let it go. It's like a trade-off, right? You know, like yes. you don't have to sacrifice these things, but there's going to be so much more abundance and like yes. amazing, incredible stuff that the universe is going to give you, give you in your life. Yes. And I don't know if maybe this has happened to you, but certain people would be like, oh, but you don't have to give up alcohol. You can do this. You can drink this instead. And it's like, no. If I wanted gin and tonic or whatever it is that they, they offer me, I would have done it. But I'm, te- I'm telling you that I'm not drinking or like, they'll, you know, they'll question me and be like, oh, you're being boring. That's fine. If you don't want to hang out with me because I'm not drinking or you need, which I don't understand. You need me to drink for you to have fun. I'm like, then that's fine. You can fall out with me. It's OK, because now we're putting ourselves first. So, yeah. And, and it is what it is, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't be doing that to yourself just to appease other people. Right. Yeah. Because they don't have the same goals as you. At the end of the day, you know what you want out of life. So how can you let somebody else dictate you? Even if it's just one drink, it's it's something simple as just one drink. Now you miss your workout. Now you miss, you know, um, reading that book in the morning or Mm. doing whatever it is. Now you're waking up late. Now you have a hangover. You know, whatever it is that's stopping you. And it doesn't just have to be alcohol. It can literally be people, places, your job, Mm -hmm. anything that you feel like is putting a weight on your shoulder you should let it go. Yeah. And granted, look, I, I do want to say this, that I've had a lot of fun in my times when I was yeah. you know, turned we up for sure. Oh yeah. We was wilding. Like I was wilding for sure. Like that's what I, that's what folks would associate me as, you know, like that uh, dude that would turn up, have a bunch of fun, but I was usually wasted when I was doing that. And honestly, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I had a lot of fun, but at the same time, just like you kind of mentioned earlier, you kind of move on from that at a certain point. At least I did. You know, and for me, my goals just got bigger. My vision got larger and I just knew what I had to do. There was just no way I was going to be able to keep 
that type of behavior with me yes. as I enter into my new, a new phase in my life. Yes. You have to pick and choose. You can't, Sally, you can't have both. Not at the beginning anyways. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends actually, um, man, I'm so proud to know this guy. He, uh, you know, he's got like a fairy tale lifestyle. I'm talking about he married his high school sweetheart. They got two beautiful baby girls. His business is thriving. He just, yeah. he quit, he quit drinking completely. He went cold Turkey, like two, three years ago, like when his daughter was first born, because he realized for him, he realized when his daughter was born, he was like, I got to show up as my best self every yes. day. I can't have no drink in my system. Like, and she smells alcohol in my breath because then what, you, what you're doing is you passing that trauma along, right? You passing those behaviors along to your kids. And I'm not sure if uh, many people realize that or not, but these kids are paying attention to what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and we saying? take these drugs and alcohol to alter our reality. Yes. So it goes back to like, so you're altering it because you're running away from something. And once you stop running and once you face yourself, you're like, yeah, I don't need that anymore. I don't need to numb my pain. I faced it or I'm facing it. I'm going through this. And yeah, you just want to be present. You just want to be your real life self, you know? And that's, that's what matters. Here's a good question. What would you tell somebody that's like right there at the cusp of like, they've been thinking about switching up their lifestyle. And, but at the same time, they got, they were in a situation like you where like people were telling them like, uh, Oh no, you got to drink with us. Come on. Like Joe, let's, let's go do this. But that person just knows that there's something more out there for them. What would you tell that person right now? Is it worth it? And are these people going to be there for you when let's say you want to reach that goal, whether that's, let's say you want to write a book, you want to start a podcast. Are they going to support you the same way? Because it's so easy to get support from friends. Oh, come on, let's drink a drink. It's just one drink. But when you start a business, when you start a podcast, when you want to work out, are they there for you? No, they disappear. When you want to cry at 3 a.m. because you're having anxiety and panic attacks, will they be there for you? Are you willing to open up to these people and tell them, hey, I'm going through this? I wasn't. I couldn't. I couldn't count on those people to do, you know, to be there for me the way that I wanted them to be outside of drinking. So I would say, why are you like, just give up that, that feeling or that those thoughts of like, what are they going to say? They're going to push me away and focus on you. Cause like, like we just said, once you align to your best self, you attract people who are just the same as you and that you don't feel like you are giving up on anything. Mm, That's powerful. I like that a lot because I, I, I know there's people out there right now that are right at that like that line right where it's just like they've known that type of lifestyle for their whole life but they just feel it in their heart that there's something out there calling them right and it's just like yeah. i think it's important you got to listen to the, to that calling right yeah. just like you, you did do. you got because it'll haunt you so like there's were, there were a lot of times and i know that we keep going back and forth with the alcohol but like let's say i would miss a workout i would regret not going more than what i would have done if i would have went and like just lifted or did whatever it was that pain of regret was so much deeper than me just getting up. And that's the same with alcohol. Like there was a lot of moments that I missed because I was deeply drunk. Mm. And I'm like, damn, like, did I really enjoy this? Damn, did I really listen to this person? Was I really there? Damn, I didn't get up to record an episode because I was out partying. So I don't know. Like, I just feel like you have to, back to what we're saying, you have to give up things. And again, it's not just with alcohol. There are so many bad habits that we that we carry with ourselves that we have to let go of that are no longer serving us. 
So what was for you, what was like some of the biggest challenges that you faced when you were kind of making that turn around the corner to kind of change your lifestyle around? What were some of the biggest challenges aside from the people trying to tell you, oh, you should do this and do that? Like, is there anything else that you feel like you went through that was really difficult for you? I was having relapses, relapses, like in the sense that I would say, okay, I'm going to stop drinking or I'm going to do this. And it was that pain because once you start loving yourself, you're like, damn, you let me down again. Mm. Like, damn, you disappointed me again. And this, this is a conversation that I'm having with myself. Like, damn, Joe, you didn't wake up and recorded that episode. Damn, you missed the workout. So the challenge was for me for like, okay, I'm sorry. I let you down, but let's get back up. But it's like, after a while, you, you just break that trust with yourself. Mm. And literally it's a relationship. Like I was like, damn, I, I let myself down so many times. How am I going to come back from this? And then another challenge was like still being triggered, still being still dealing with people that were putting me down, that would get me to get to the space where I was trying to walk away from. Because, yeah, I would take 10 steps forward, but I would let somebody drag me five back. So it's like, OK, I'm, I'm you know, I'm almost back to square one. So those were my two biggest challenges. Me trying to just get that relationship with myself going again, because, again, it's like somebody it's like I had a partner letting me down but it was just me letting myself down so trying to get myself to trust myself again and also trying to like let go and break free from those people who I was surrounding myself with who were just triggering me or letting me down or just putting me on the wrong path wow that's I like the way you put that honestly because you're right you know, even if you're apologizing yourself, that apology just gets weaker and weaker. Yeah, the more like, okay. you kind of mi- miss out on your own commitment to yourself. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. And self-discipline go hand in hand. And it's like, OK, you keep not showing up for yourself. Like, think about it. Like, I don't have kids, but like, let's say if I had a child and I kept missing, let's say her school or her, uh, her school recital or whatever it is, they'll become disappointed and they'll carry that. It's the same way with yourself. You keep telling yourself, oh, yeah, I'll do it later. Or, okay, I'll start tomorrow. Okay, then you just make that a habit of telling yourself no, or just I'll do it tomorrow. And you just, you end up really disappointing yourself. But because we don't check in, because we're always running away from ourselves, we don't notice that. Wow. That is eye-opening. Um, and I, I think back to, to moments where I was very much in that situation where I just, you know, I, I didn't realize that it's important, how important it is to love yourself and, and how much damage I was doing to myself. Right. Yeah. And, um, that that's like, uh, I'm even thinking about it now. I'm like, damn, I really used to like be a, a jackass yeah. to myself. Yes. You know and it's much more than your thoughts too. Cause with our thoughts, we'll forget about that. That's a whole different world, but like you're <laughs> too, how you don't show up for yourself, but you want other people to show up for you. It's like that list that you were saying, like, okay, you have a list of the perfect person, but do you match half of those? You don't. How can I expect you to show up for me? Which I was doing, like, let's say with a workout. I wanted people to come work out with me because I couldn't commit myself. So you are mad because she, she or he didn't show up for you for this workout. You missed the workout. But in reality, it was you. You let yourself down. Mm-hmm. Or like with whatever project it is. I know we keep being specific on working out and, and alcohol, but it's like with whatever project or business you want to start. You got to put yourself first. And it, it requires great sacrifice, right? For sure. And, you know, it really, and then once you get that point of 
realizing that you have to sacrifice, it really isn't a sacrifice because what you're doing is just you're, you're giving yourself so much more by letting go of something that's that you felt might have been serving you for so long, but really it doesn't serve you. It actually hurts you. It actually weighs you down. It keeps you I from flying. Yeah, people might hear this and think we're crazy because I used to do that to some of my friends. Like, let's say with eating chicken. I had this one friend who told me she was vegan. That to me was like a whole different world. I was like, what? You gave up chicken? And like, look at me now. Like, I'm on the path of like giving up chicken. Or like, it it just always seems impossible until you get it done. It's like, no, like, stop looking at us like we're crazy. And like, just try it with whatever it is. Again, it doesn't have to be alcohol. It doesn't have to be, you know. Whatever your vice is, right? Yeah, whatever it is, whatever that bad habit that you're carrying, whether yeah. that's, you know, you ignore people, you let other people mistreat you, you know, it doesn't have to be as specific as what we're talking about, but it could be anything. You not showing up for yourself or for others, whatever bad habit you have. Now, I know we did a, a mental health check earlier, but um, how do you feel overall right now, ever since you've kind of put all these different practices into into uh, place for your life? Like, have you been feeling amazing? Because like your energy is you're emanating some amazing energy already. So I'm just, I want to hear it from you though. Yes. Yeah, so it's been so much different because when I started putting in the work for myself, these mental illnesses that I used to battle with, which was panic attacks and anxiety, they went away. So I've been like, just, you know, like, I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. right? <laughs> and when you start putting in the work for yourself, you realize that one Every problem has every problem has a solution. And if it doesn't, why are you worrying about it? Or you start looking at things like, damn, that happened for a reason. You know, I was meant to walk this way. I was meant to miss the train. I was meant to like bump into this person and have this conversation. I was meant to meet you. Like, you know how we just connected on Instagram and look at us now. We two episodes in with each other. Like you just start realizing like everything happens for a reason. We're all connected. So because of the work that I've been doing, like I literally just this is literally me almost all the time, like just energetic. And when I'm not, I give myself like five minutes to like feel it out, whatever it is, whether that's that I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling angry. And I'm like, okay, it happened for a reason. What's your lesson? Come on, let's get going. So yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that actually in um, one of the episodes I listened to recently where you said that, you know, um, it's, it's, you, you talk about that a lot, just in terms of making sure you do what's right for yourself to kind of keep that energy high, right? So let's talk about some of the things that you do do for yourself. Uh, Do you have like a specific morning routine? You strike me as somebody that would have a specific morning routine. I'm sorry to let you down. Ah, What you got? What's going on? So I, I struggle with becoming a morning person. Like I told you, we we did this on my podcast. I'm, I'm working on it. There are a few things that I do do, but for the most part, like I'm like getting up and like going, but I do work out. I read. I listen to personal development, like Jim Rohn. I've recently been listening to Ed Milet and Mel Robbins. Um, what else do I do? I spend more time alone. I think that's so needed. Like, that's Absolutely. crucial. Um, I write a lot more. So I don't have, like, a time frame for these things. But as long as they get done throughout the day, then that's what yeah. matters. That's the, um, that's the only thing that matters, really. Yeah. Drinking a coffee or a tea because it makes me feel like, you know, like I have my life together. <laughs> yeah, so no morning routine nothing in specific but i've been trying so when i do get it i'm, g- I'm gonna let you know so what do you do you just get up and just just go and just start like whatever whatever needs to be done first or you feel yes. like 
Uh-huh. Unless it's so okay. So I get up and I go work out. That's, That's great. how I start my morning. Yeah. Then after I work out, um, I usually have sometimes to just sit down, read, make myself some breakfast. Um, or listen to a personal development, one or the other, while making breakfast. Then, like, as I'm on my commute, then, like, I'll read more or, again, continue listening to the audio. Then my day starts. Then when I come back home, I, mo- I mostly have a nighttime routine then. That's what it is. I don't have a morning when I have a nighttime. When I come back home around 8 p.m., I'll do, like, a protein shake. I'll drink that as I'm, like, reading my book. Um, I write. I write gratitude. So I write what I'm grateful for. I write what I want in the near future. I write my goals down. I write whatever I'm feeling. I try to read. I try to listen to more audio, more personal development. I try to get my phone. Well, now I've been doing it. I get off Instagram by 9 p.m. And then, yeah, just get ready for the next day. See, that's interesting because I have a morning routine. I don't have a night routine. Mm -hmm. And I know that's why I need to do work on because you mentioned Instagram. I'll stay on Instagram till like I'll look up. It's like 10, 30, 11. I'm like, damn, man, I should have been asleep already by now. Like, yes you'll put the phone down like an hour before bed so that I can let my like, you know, brain kind of wind down yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's funny how like you don't have a morning routine, but you have a night routine and it's, it's like the opposite for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for you, that's awesome because I feel like doing that nighttime routine sets you up for the next for day. The morning, yes. And even though I wake up and I'm like rushing to my workout, I still try to get my nighttime and and my daytime and my nighttime routine are almost the same. I have to listen to some good audio or podcasts yeah. or I have to read either in the morning or at night. Like it has to get done and just writing it out, like being gratitude, like write it out. And you see how your night and your morning just flows in because what I used to do before, like I would go to bed mad, at whatever thing, whatever it was, or like spend my nights just on Instagram. I'm like taking so much in, but it's like, am I pouring just out, releasing it? I'm not. So when you just um, sit down, write it out or read it out, whatever you do, you start waking up much better, much mm. lighter. So I don't have to do a morning routine per se, because I'm already feeling energized. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's because you but set yourself be up the night before. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's awesome. I mean, that's something that I'm uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I'm, I'm going to start tonight, literally tonight with my, with my nighttime routine. I'm going to cut myself off, you know, from using my phone at nine o'clock and then just, you know, read a book, journal, do some meditation and just go to bed. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because that's just from what you're telling me right now. And I, and this is stuff that I know, too. But like for whatever reason, at nighttime, when I'm kind of winding down, I feel like I'm just relaxing. But what you're really doing is letting your, your mind still at work when you're kind of, yeah. you know, consuming all these different things, like whether it be Instagram or something that is stimulating your mind, right? Or you're watching the news and that's giving you more anxiety, but you don't right. really realize it. So you wake up cranky. You wake up mad. You wake up ready to fight. Fearful. And once you get your nighttime routine, I promise you, the morning will go smoother. So you have to like pick whatever it is. I know a lot of people don't like reading, but maybe listening to an audible or just listening again, pick podcasts or listen to a good personal development person that you like. Yeah. Like I love Jim Rohn, Les Brown. Find somebody that connects with you. And also like writing it down, whether that's on your phone. I prefer my notebooks, write what you are grateful for. And it could be something small as like, I'm grateful for my feet, for being able to walk. I'm grateful for my body, for pulling through that workout. I'm grateful for this person that I ran into. Tim, like my, I'm grateful for the cup of coffee that I had this morning. And I promise you, just your night to your morning, you'll feel so much better. It's literally life changing. 
dude, anybody listening to this right now, y'all better be picking up that game. She's dropping yes. some wisdom. And on I'm going to add some extra tip because I love y'all. Go on YouTube. If you have like a tablet, I'm sure you guys do an extra phone around. Go on YouTube and write HZ frequency music. Literally, your subconscious, your subconscious mind does not shut off. So what this music does, it like literally just makes you wake up even better. It repairs your DNA as you're sleeping. It helps you with trauma. It helps you with anxiety, with depression. And literally, yo, you cannot wake up mad. If you wake up mad, then you have a problem. <laughs> yo, you, literally- you literally blowing my mind right now, Joe, because I was going to just tell you the same thing. I'll be doing that like every night. Yes. And when I don't have it, I re- I'll be like, oh, something went wrong, you know. But when you when I do play, it's like, oh, you feel like a feather. And again, your nighttime routine matters. Your body feels you- so restored, right? It's just like because yes. it's repairing when you're when you're sleeping. It's like that restorative experience, yes. that restor- restorative. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's like having that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your subconscious mind is literally playing. So while you're sleeping, your subconscious mind is up. So you're allowing this music to just flow in and they have different types. They have like to like heal yourself, heal your wounds, um, recover from illnesses. Like literally there's frequency for everything. And that just, it, it works. Absolutely. And it's during that time too, is when your subconscious mind is the most impressionable, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in that theta state, right? Where yeah, you know, you're, you're not thinking. Exactly. Not so doing anything. that's crazy how like you and you and I are so just in sync with each other. Cause I was going to tell you that too, but you beat me to it. Yeah. No, I discovered that recently and I'm like, huh, so great. <laughs> and yeah, actually, you guys should check it out. Here's something else that, that you might want to uh, check out too, is just, you know, one of the first things in the morning, I know you listen to positive podcasts or some sort of positive audio, which is great because what you're doing is you're feeding your mind with something that's high frequency, high energetic, high vibrancy, right? One thing that I've been doing every day for the past like month or couple months now is uh, listening to like a affirmation, just a repetitive affirmation, whether it be like, okay. like an I am affirmation. And you just sit there when you're, when your mind is the most impressionable and you're saying it along with it, you can even have your eyes closed, you know? And then what you're doing is you're stamping that into your brain so that way you're just like building yourself even up even more. Yes. I don't try that, but I'm, I'm going to. You're con- I mean, you, you're confident as hell already, but I'm, so I'm talking about your confidence is going to reach like a new level for real. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yes. So, There's always room for growth. Absolutely. 100. No matter how good you're doing, you could always be doing better. Yeah. But that's, that's the beauty of it, right? Like that's the exciting part, right? So what's one affirmation that you tell you that you're mostly on repeat for you? Ah, a good one is, well, I love myself for sure. I forgive myself. Yes. Um, hmm. I'm confident. Yes. Um, you know, I'm capable. I'm deserving. Right. All yes. these different things. I love all, these, all these different things that, that I, and, and I, I even write it in my journal sometimes too, because what it does is it, it just makes it stronger, right? Yeah, you could think it, but when you write it out on paper, yes. it's like you're making it real. And you start believing it more. Mm-hmm. And you should believe it too, because it's absolute truth. It's the absolute truth. We all have genius level talent with us, right? Within us. And we're all godlike, you know, uh, beings. We're, we're, yeah. it's, that's why I'm saying like, when I, when I think about potential, it literally is limitless. You hear that music? Yeah, I hear it. Okay. <laughs> That is dope. What time is it on your side? It's eight. It's about to be 8 p.m. Okay. 8 p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah. You know, it's rocking out there for sure. Yeah. 
Man, I got to get get my ass back out to New York. I love that town, but the last time I was there was 2014. And okay. how, how has it changed since the pandemic? I feel like we're a, we're a walking mental health outpatient clinic. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's really bad. Oh. That's what I'm saying. You have to focus on yourself because if not, you'll get anxious, you'll get depressed, you'll get, it just is, it's a lot going on. Like, we're not doing that great right now. Do you see yourself living there for like? Uh... No, I don't. Like, it doesn't match my energy anymore. Before I used to be like, I, it's such a great city, you know, but now I'm like, the person who I want to become cannot reach its full potential unless I'm out because I need the quiet. Like, you just hear the music. That's nonstop. I'm surprised we even got this far along with, you know, because it's nonstop. Well, I'm not surprised because the universe is making this happen, right? Like finally yes. al- stars align for us to finally be here and, yes. and make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Because for those that don't know, we have been trying to make this work for a long time. You know, both of our schedules were conflicted and there was just a lot of stuff going on. But, you know, we knew it was going to happen at some point. Yeah. That's why I was never rushing anything. I just knew at some point it was going to happen. Of course. And look at it. Now. So I mean, great. Look, look at what we're doing now. Look at us now. Come on now. But yes. um. Where do you see yourself moving to? Like, if you had to pick a place. Right now, I would do Jersey just because it's right next door. But in the future, I would hope to live on an island. Mm. Yeah. Ah, you know, what? That, that actually sounds very similar to what I first did when I first moved away from San Francisco. I lived in L.A., which because it was like it was not too far from San Francisco. I could still kind of see my family and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause you strike me as a, a very family oriented person yourself. So, yeah, which is something that I also have in common with you because I mean, my family is my rib. That's my heart. Of real. course, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like uh, you, you want to explore your deepest potential, right? So yeah. you want to kind of put yourself in different environments, see how you of fare course. out. Right. So Jersey, how far is Jersey from, from New York? It's about 40 minutes, 20 okay. to 40 minutes, depending on where you want to live. Did, but I, it's I saw you like a bridge. Literally, all you have to do is cross a bridge. I saw you post like a reel. Was that in Jersey or Philly or something like that? That was Philly. You... Philly was two hours away from me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That looked dope. Yeah, it was pretty cool. See, there's so much out there. I know. So what brought you out to Philly just to go check it out? Like, cause it's yeah, just to get away from New York for a bit. Yeah. Cause, cause because kinda... I told myself, I told myself I am not traveling until I didn't lose weight. I lost the weight, but now I have to wait until the trip comes up, which is happening soon in September. But until then, I'm like, let me just, you know, let me just go and be adventurous. Hey, where, where are you My going? Soul. I'm going to Guatemala. Ooh. Yeah, another calling. <laughs> have you been out there before? No, I've never been there before. Dang, you going solo again? No, this one, this time I went with my friends. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited to see the difference. But once you start doing things alone, it gets hard to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going on a trip with my friends. Yeah, I've taken a few solo trips myself where it's just like, and and I've also taken trips with friends, which has been amazing too. But you got to be careful who you travel with, right? I feel like, yeah, because I've also been on some trips with some folks that I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I never kinda... again. You said, what? That's it. One and done. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I ain't doing this again. I ain't putting myself in this situation again. Right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. though. Like, what, what are you excited most about checking out in Guatemala? So it's been another calling. So I'm just I know I, I'm I am anticipating what I'm going to feel like. 
which is weird. Like I already envisioned myself. What's that mean? Like with Thailand, it was just a feeling like this is how you're going to feel in Thailand. So I have that feeling of this is how I'm going to feel in Guatemala. If that makes any sense. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm just excited to explore, to be more connected. And it just looks like a dope country. I know that it has its spiritual side too. So I'm looking forward to that. And just like, you know, just being in nature, being grounded. Yeah. And I, I think I know the feeling just like on, on any trip where right, you're about to take almost right. But specifically for ones where you're just like, you've never been to this place. You yeah. just don't, there's really no expectations. You're like expecting unexpected. Right. And you just know the experience is going to offer so much, right. Lessons, yeah. um, all sorts of different uh, memories that you're going to be creating with, with like yeah. the people you're around or whether it be by yourself. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. That's I'm amazing. For that. I'll let you know all about it once I get back. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, I mean, now I'm curious because I mentioned to you that I'm trying to build. Well, I am. I'm already kind of working on it, uh, building my lifestyle surrounding travel. So I'm curious, what is like your favorite place that you've been to? My favorite place that I've been to. Because you've been to a lot. I saw in your profile, you said 20 countries, right? 22 yeah 22 oh, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> my favorite place Ooh. i think you should check out hawaii well hawaii i think you should check out thailand because you're in hawaii oh thailand is just a must but if you can't do thailand i would do israel whoa you went to israel yes oh life-changing too the Dead Sea, it's incredible. Don't make them, if you ever go, don't make the mistake that I did. I jumped headfirst into the Dead Sea and they had to carry me out because I couldn't see you. <laughs> oh, crap. This is the saltiest water. So, like, literally, salt got in my eyes. So, you're not supposed to d- dip your head? No, because you float. So, you don't even swim, you just float. So, I went headfirst. I got too excited and yeah, I had to. <laughs> I would do real. Israel's life-changing because that's when you start realizing like people will try to stop you from going places. People will put fear in your heart. The media will put fear in your heart. And it's like, once you get to a place like Israel or any place, you know, cause almost every place is dangerous. You realize again, if you, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. So yeah, Israel was the life one, the life. And it's, one. it's all about wherever you go. If you got love in your heart and you, you're, you're yeah. kind of operating from a place of love. And, right. And, and, and respect, like, but if you look like a, uh, like a sketchy ass person or that just like, looks like a straight up tourist that like, you know what I'm saying? That that's just begging for attention. Then you're going to attract that too. You know what I'm saying? But if you going out there with an open mind, you know, trying to be respectful of the land, understand the culture. Of right? course. You really attract all of that, all that negativity, which is why you only see negative things happen to negative people. I mean, bad things happen to all of us, but it's how we handle it. Mm. So you look at a negative person, you're like, you're negative because of how you handle situations. Mm -hmm. And you said it multiple times where it's just like, you are, it's like, you are what you attract, right? Like, like the energy you put out is what you kind of get, you're going to get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you, like you said, if you negative, guess what's going to come back to you? Yeah. Negativity. Of course. So if you don't change that and you kind of looking at the results, like, you know, what, what do I need to do? Like, dude, take a look in the mirror and just kind of make that change within yourself. Of right? course. I agree. But yeah, with that. man, Joe, I mean, 
That's amazing. I mean, for real, like this conversation has been so cool. Like I could talk, I feel like I talked to you for days, yes. you know but I know I don't want to take too much of your time. And, you know, I'm actually out here in Hawaii too. So my ass wants to get out and do some shit as you, know you should. Yeah. yeah. Am- Have you been out here by the way? No, never been there. And just tap in, tap in when you decide to come over here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing out here. I've been having like the time of my life. You asked me, you know, prior to recording what, uh, what I was kind of like, what was the highlight of it so far? And I told you was here just kind of being able to provide support for my uncle. But aside yeah. from that, it's really just being able to do something new every single day. Of course. Yeah. You know, whether that be trying a new food, going out to a new beach, checking out a new hike for you yeah. to be adventurous. Yeah. You a hiker you by, know by why? You should go to Thailand. Oh, I know. Dude, you're, you're real or like your reels that you, posted made that place look so amazing they should pay you for for promoting thailand for real it is it's so beautiful you should really check it out that water's like hypnotic yes the place like you just feel like you're in a movie like you just question everything like can this place really exist though because i'm here but you should go to thailand so i'm curious before we wrap things up because I, I just want to know for myself, because I that's definitely on my bucket list place to go check out because the food that you put, you know, the food that you try, the beaches you went to. I saw that you were like in a tiger's cage and you was messing with the elephants like, yes, yo, give, let me give you a moment to just talk about that experience because I, I'm listening. So at first I was going to miss out on it because I went with no plans. Literally, I said, God, take me wherever you want to take me, which is the best thing about traveling solo because you're on your own time. If you want to be at one bar for six hours, just meeting people, playing pool like I was doing, you can do that. But if you just want to sleep, you do that, too. So I was literally going with the flow. So I didn't do any research. And then, you know, like, again, because it was meant for me to experience that God put people in my in my life in Thailand who directed me and told me, no, let me take you here. Let's do this. And it was just the elephants. I was going to really miss out on it until some girl dragged me to see them. And wow, like it was just out of this world, really. Just that's what you have, like how you were saying, go with an open mind. Go with wanting to try things. Don't just like look at something and be like, I'm not trying that. Obviously, I didn't try the bugs. (laughs) That's one thing I didn't try. But other than that, I was really open minded to like everything, to trying so much. And it was by far the best experience. So again, please, you guys have to check out Thailand. Yeah, absolutely. So what was that experience like with the tiger? That looked, that looked crazy. That looked a little too much for me. about it. You know, um, they were like, oh, he hasn't ate today. I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> but it was so cool because you're like, I'm in here. I'm doing this. Like, this is so dope. This is so powerful. So I felt amazing. I would, I would do it all over again. Oh my God. You like totally stepped up to the plate and faced whatever fear or, or I was touching the tigers, the elephants, everything, the pigs, literally everything. That's crazy. And that's, that's amazing too. And at the same time, it's, it's not surprising because you have such a peaceful and high vibrant spirit about you that animals don't feel threatened around energy like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've noticed this within yourself, yeah. like when you go to the parks and stuff like that, or whatever you do where you're kind of in nature, do you notice like animals feel safe in your presence? Yeah. I'm the one that's scared. <laughs> right. I'm usually the I'm- one that's scared, but then I have to realize like, I'm like, yo, center myself, calm myself down. 
and then they're not gonna they're not gonna attack you if like you if you're not it's like how, yes because it's like how we're saying the energy that you give out it's what you'll get so like because we have this calming this you know this energetic energy to us we attract that so that's literally who i was attracting not just in animals but in people too like people like myself who would be like come on let's explore let's go do this and i'll be like okay sure let's go that's yeah. amazing that's amazing. so definitely wherever you go go with an open mind you don't have to go as wild to the other side like thailand like i did <laughs> but wherever you go literally be there mingle with people literally get to know people get to know the culture that you're in don't just try to do touristy things because you know that's what you all you want to do like no the best things that have happened to me have been like in the trenches like where i'm like okay no you take me where you eat at don't take me you know where google where google tells me is the best restaurant or whatever it is that's dope i'm gonna keep that in mind even out here to be real with you you know what i'm saying just kind of keeping an open mind and, and i have met some real cool folks just kind of putting myself out yeah. there just like you do you've been doing and um it's been dope. So I absolutely agree with that advice. So cool. Right on for that, Joe. Yes. This, this has been such an amazing conversation. Before I get into these rapid fire questions, this is a fun segment that I love doing. Yes, I want to ask, ask you, is there anything that you kind of want to plug or you want to talk about before we get up out of here? I just want people to know that your current mindset is not where you'll always be at. It's so important to put in the work for yourself because nobody will do it for you. Yes, people can inspire you, but nobody's going to come in and drag you to the gym, open that book and make you read it. You have to be willing to put in the work for yourself. And once you start putting in the work for yourself, the life, just world, everything around you just gets so much better. Like I can guarantee you, you can win that battle with your thoughts because you are much greater than that. And what you accomplish once you get to the other side of that battle is beyond anything that I can even tell you about because you just have to experience it for yourself. But you are the strongest soldier. So win that fight against your mind and you'll be set. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for that, Joe. Appreciate you. And um, yeah, everybody got to go check out her podcast. She brings so much heat on that podcast Thank for you. real. And uh, I'm just, I'm just so happy for you. I, I wish you nothing but continued success, health, Love, happiness, peace, joy, Thank all that. You. One day we'll do this in person. One hundred percent. That we we, yes. we already put that out into the universe for sure. Yes. So let's get into these rapid fire questions. Yes, let's do it. Ah, so um, okay. So let's stay on the theme of travel here. Okay. If you could pick one place that you want to go to right now, if you could just like book a trip for free, where would you go? Egypt. Ooh, that's a dope one. Egypt. Check out the pyramids and shit. Yes. Yes, the history. That, But I feel like I need to be a little bit more mature for the Egypt one. That's why I've been waiting. But Egypt, Turkey, and Greece all together. Bang. Aha. Hey, <laughs> Greece is up there for me for sure. Yeah. I didn't even think about Egypt. You actually inspired me not, not only to go check out Israel, but definitely Egypt. Um, Egypt yeah. is somewhere I definitely want to check out for, for sure. Yeah. All right, cool. I like that. Great answer. Um, what's the best dish you've ever eaten or, or like your favorite food? The best dish I've ever eaten. Damn, is that I eat a lot of food? Well, all that I, traveling too, right? So. Yes, my favorite thing to eat is sushi. Okay. 
me a sushi. So I've had really good sushi worldwide in Israel and Thailand. What? Here at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Israel got sushi? Yes. I went to the sushi restaurant and it was so good. For real? Yes. I Did know. they have any like uh, types of uh, different types of fish out there that they kind of turn into sushi? I They did, but I can't remember. It was that's, too long ago. But I know that it crazy. was really good. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Bet. I like that too. Um, okay. How about this one? Biggest lesson that you've recently learned. Um, don't feel bad for cutting off people or things. Um, I try to play. I was going to, I was going to curse. Let me take that back. I try to save the world. Right. So before I would cut off people too quick and I'll be like, okay, why is it that I cut off people too quick? And it was because I had abandonment wounds. Right. But then I'm like, no, like some people, no matter what you tell them, no matter how you try to get them on a better lifestyle, they just don't deserve your energy. And that's okay. Like they were meant to just teach you whatever they taught you, just be with you, walk with you to a certain point of your life. After that, it's time to let go and letting go is hard but you'll realize your life gets better after certain pe- after you cut off certain people. So that's the hard one that I've learned, but it served me really well. Mm-hmm. And then that, that time when, you know, uh, you're, you're struggling with letting go. Yes, it's difficult, but once you get past that barrier, you do start to realize that life is so much more amazing after that. Yeah. Cause you attract so like amazing, exactly, other yeah, amazing stuff, we're right? Cause it's all connected. That's why we keep going back to the same. Literally. Topic. Literally, it's crazy. All right, cool. I love that one. And um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? The most recent one. Um, don't just read the books, but apply it. That, can, that, that was a harsh one. Especially because at the time, my ego wanted to just be defensive and my ego wanted to fight. But then I was like, this person is coming from a place of love. This person is telling you what you need to hear. Mm. And it's like, yes, I can tell you here, read the books. I can tell you, read the podcast. I can give you all, all my resources. But if you don't apply it, it, would, it just won't make sense to you. And yeah, you're just reading, but you're not going after your dreams. You're not waking up and being motivated. You're not helping others. You know, you're still waking up trying to fight the world. So that that was one that I re- recently wrapped myself around. And I'm so glad that that person told me. Although at the time, I kind of laughed, but I wanted to curse that person out. But then I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's true. Don't just read and don't just listen to things without applying them. That's a powerful one because knowledge is, knowledge is only power if it's applied, right? Yes. And shared too. Yes. And you, you that's something that I've been kind of, it actually hits me in a different way because- I've read a ton of books, right? And a lot, you were right. Like it was a lot of ego where it was just like, oh, I read a lot of books. I want to say that I've read a lot of books, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I, wanted, I wanted to read a hundred books this year, right? And I wanted yeah. to be able to say that, oh, I read this book and show people I read this book. But it's like, are you absolute, Are you actually absorbing whatever it's like teaching you? So I've made it a point to, if it's, especially if it's a really good book, I've made it a point to read it twice or three times. Just and take to, notes. Yes. Highlight. Do what you got to yeah. do. By the yeah. way, how do, how do you read? Do you read physical books or you got a Kindle? Physical books. 
physical books. Like I have to smell it. I have to be able to throw it. I have to be able to carry it. <laughs> I have a Kindle with me, but I just, I prefer my books. Paperback is the way to go. I hear you. I absolutely What's the last you. book you read? Well, today, well, I'm currently reading and I've read it already like four times. Um, and it's okay. just a very short book, but it's, um, what's it called? I always forget the title of this damn book. Where is it? It's uh, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. I always, why, why, why I always forget okay. the name of that? I've heard of that one. Yeah. It's, it's like 30 pages, but it's, it's just powerful stuff in there. Okay. Uh, which is why, like, I feel like I just have to absorb it. You know, I'll read like a chapter and just absorb it. And sometimes I'll stay with a, a sentence there where I'm just like, I need to. Yeah. Need like to. this is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, probably before that, I read uh, the last book I read before that was Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Great yes. book. Amazing mm-hmm. book. Yeah. I read uh, Nipsey Hussle's biography, which was amazing. Um, it's a hard read because, you know, you just kind of get that, that lifestyle of the street life and this stuff like that. Yeah. But Nipsey's one of my biggest uh, inspirations, you know, in terms of, you know, his message that he left and a lot of the game that he left. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how about you? What you reading right now? I know you mentioned Ed Milet. Yes. <laughs> Funny that you mentioned that. That's the one that I'm about to finish. The Power of One More. I love that. By Ed Milet. But if you're starting on your journey, I would suggest you read How to Do the Work. How to Do the Work was really, really good. It's an orange book by Nicole something. I forgot her last name, but she talks about your inner child. She talks about your subconscious mind. She talks about a lot of great things that you need to know all in one. But Ed Milet is pretty good, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd be using his power of one more. Uh, every time I'd be doing my push-ups, I'm like, come on, one more. Well, and a girl do one more. If only one more. Be like, one more push. <laughs> and in the field of advice that you were asked me, I really, I was risk. Wow, I can't even talk. I was. This is how excited I am to tell you about this. I recently heard one of his episodes where he brought in some guy who went to prison, and he tells people like, "Be um, change the water. Don't let the water change you," which is which just means like, oh, don't let people come in and change your energy. Don't try to match people's energy. Try to be better. Try to change the, the room, you know? So, yeah. He's I love just, that. You, you, you actually created a whole podcast episode about that, which I listened to, by the way, and it was amazing because I, I kind of thought back about a scenario where recently I was, at, I was at a job in San Francisco doing what I was doing, and you know, there was one day where I was just saying hi to everybody. Right. And then I noticed that some people were just like, you know, mugging me. They wouldn't say nothing back, whatever the case may be. And and then I let that change me. I'm like, all right, I'm yes. not going to say, I'm not going to say good morning to these You're folks. Like, F them, right? Yeah. I was like, forget y'all then. I'm going to, you know, I'm going I'm to just do my yeah. thing. Like whatever. I'm going to mug you right back. But then I was like, nah, bro, we don't, we don't return energy here. We, no. we, we rise above that. So what I started doing, was no matter, even if they look mad, I say, good morning, have a great day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then what would happen is people would just notice that vibrant energy. They'll stop and say, what's up, have good conversations. And then right there in those interactions, you have opportunities to, to, to help people Yes, and connect with them. Right. And for yeah. me, like I built, cause I was working at a stadium where we would have to, you know, deal with hundreds upon hundreds of people and, you know, it, it's kind of exhausting when you're doing that with like large bodies of people like that. And you're picking up so much energy too. Yeah. But when you make that decision, just like you did to just no matter what, 
you're going to, you're not going to change for nobody. Like you're going to, you're only going to change when you want to change and how you want to change. And you want to put positivity and love into the environment. Then you can actually make like the strongest impact there because you're really connecting with people. Yes, I agree. I love that. So again, don't try to match people's energy, but again, it's hard because you know, that ego is really powerful, but your mind is, is the same way. So I've learned that like, no, I'm going to show up. And if today I want to say good morning, I'll say it, but I'm not going to let you be the reason why I don't say good morning, or I won't let you be the reason why I have a shitty day. No. Hmm. Yeah. That ego definitely is powerful and it's sensitive as all hell too. It's like, you know, it'll, you don't like it when you don't get what you want, you know, when it doesn't get what it wants. Of course, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like having to kind of silence that and let the love shine through, right? Let that higher self that you mentioned earlier be yeah. at the forefront of everything you do. Because when you do that, that's when you unlock all your blessings, right, Joe? Of course, yeah. So I feel you on that. So last question here. Um, we've mentioned several different mentors, whether that be Mel Robbins, who I love, whether that be uh jim Rohn, who i absolutely adore yes, i love his voice and my i love and he just he always makes it so fun right like he'll yes, he'll say funny. something and be funny with it too yeah you know what i'm saying i wish he was alive yeah exactly i know but he left us so much right so yeah. with that with that being said who's your favorite mentor that you've been gravitating towards the most i would say jim Rohn. I would definitely say Jim Rohn. His audio was like that wake up call that I needed, you know, along with, you know, people whose books I've read. But Jim Rohn, when you when you're listening, when you're tapping into him, there's just something so powerful about his words and just the way he says it. It's funny. And it's like it's real life shit. Like, yeah, nothing changes if nothing changes. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to be here still five years from now in the same place? No, you don't want to be there. So he's just amazing. I love him. Like, I, I really like how you say he didn't really die because he's still leaving so much impact. Absolutely. And you know what? He's other people's favorite mentors, favorite mentor. Like he mentored uh, Tony Robbins, everybody that who's oh. everybody in in that space of personal development and, and, and growth and and just becoming your your best self. They all yes. know who Jim Rohn is. That's who we're going to be. We're going to be the Jim Rohns. Of 100%. Our he planted yes. the seed in our, in our mind, right? He helped us yes. unlock what's within us. And yes. it's up to us to do the heavy lifting and do the work. And when you're kind of doing that from within yourself and letting that light shine, oh my God, the blessings are just going to continue. Yes. Yeah. You know and like he says, you're not a tree. You can get up at any given moment <laughs> and change. So if something's bothering you, get up and change it. There's nothing that's permanent unless it's death. So I love that guy. That guy is, yeah, me too. He's, he's <laughs> left us so many gifts. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Awesome, Joe. Well, that was the last of the rapid fire questions. I've had a fantastic time having you, you on the podcast. You brought so much great energy, great knowledge, wisdom. And I think anybody that listens to this is only going to become better for it. Yes. No, thank you for having me. I love this. I seriously did. I had such a great time. And like I said, one of our episodes is going to be in person. Watch. Absolutely. Speaking it into existence. Either in Hawaii or another island. I would say Hawaii. Like, I don't, yeah, don't come to New York. This shit is trash. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's hella funny for sure. No, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely make that happen. And, 
I'm just very appreciative of you for making the time and, you know, oh. um, and being here because you dropped a lot of gems and you're welcome on any time, Joe. No, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. My pleasure. And it's always great to connect with you, seriously, since we have almost the same mindset frame is, is amazing. I know. Absolutely. And we, we attract when you start doing the work, people yep. who match what you One, want. 100%. And we'll, we'll stay connected like, you know, we will. And I'm definitely rooting for you on my side, whatever you're Thank doing. You. And if you need anything from me, just make sure you tap in. You know, I'm, I'm always there. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And to all those that made it to the end of this podcast, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope y'all yeah. picked up one of the many jams that Joe and I dropped. Yes. This is a fun one. Big love to all y'all. Stay up and stay yes, blessed. Yes, until next time. Yeah. Peace. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>